Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Felder, other candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. It's almost over. Almost. I mean, we're just like days away from mm. the end of the year. Done. Can't wait. Done. 2018's going to be so awesome. Yeah, it's going to be all Jofo. It's going to be it's going to be good. It's going to be, you know, the kids would say it's going to be lit. That's it's it's going to be off be. the chain. It's going to be off the hook. Off the chain is bad. I think off, off the chain, chain is bad. If, I, think I think off the off chain. The, no, off the chain. Because when you're riding your bike and the chain comes off, then you can't do anything. No, but then you freestyle it. No, no, you can't without yeah, no, a chain. People, you can't freestyle without No, no, no. Off no, the people, hook is the expression. No, no. People freestyle. I don't think walk. you know your urban lingo. That's what I think. You've been in the suburbs too long. I've been. Wait, what, what do you want to hold I on? Lived Yo, in the, on? I wait. lived in the urban center before. You lived in the urban center. Oh, I lived like three blocks away Where? from Cabrini Green. Okay, well, but you were at Moody. Yeah, well, that's not going to make a difference. I was <laughs> you at Moody, were at Moody Bible, Bible I was at a dorm. Institute. You know, I was just saying. Say, I was basically I living in Cabrini. Hood. I was living in the hood, basically, is what I'm saying. I can't believe you really tried that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm like going through my head. I'm like, wait a minute. He grew up here, and then I'm thinking at Southern you were there, but then I'm like, oh, he passed a church, but it was, no, nah, you were a pastor in farmland. Yeah, it was like in like a meth land. The yeah. only place I could think of that you would claim urban. I didn't claim it. Urban you claimed just, me. No. That's what it was. Is Moody, and I've I love that I called credibility. you out for that. I love that I called you out for you that. You didn't call me out? I called no, you out. You, you, you proved it. No. Oh, yeah, thank you. No, that does thank not you. count. Yeah. does not count. Uh, does not def- count. Defense me. rests. Okay. There's no defense. <laughs> all right. Jury says? Acquitted no. of all charges. Anyways. So I'm actually, you know what I'm really excited about for 2018? Our conference. Oh, I'm excited for that, too. That's going to be a great conference. Our trip to New Zealand. I'm excited for that, too. Oh, well, yeah. uh, Our podcast domination. I'm also excited for that. Yeah. One million downloads. Actually, we have over one million downloads right now. Do we? Yep. Do we really? Uh huh. I don't even check. Look, look it up on Libsyn. All but right. we're going to get one million like a month. No, that's not going to happen. No, 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 um, no, no. Dream no. big. What I'm actually really excited about is uh, what we're going to be focusing on for 2018. We've been discussing this for a good, yeah. uh, well, we can, for a while. For yeah. a while, yeah. We've been yeah. discussing for a while what, what's our focus going to be, and then we kind of narrowed it. We discussed more. Then we discussed what resources and how we're going to go through Then we asked Steve it. McCoy for some input. Um, yeah, Steve McCoy didn't help with this aspect. Nobody he, he no, like, no, no, stoked no, no, the no, fire. No, no. Mike, no, Michael Beck. Did. No, my, yeah, Mike, no, Michael no, Beck is don't the guy. Give, give credit where credit's I'm due. I'm giving credit. I'm no. giving credit. You're Steve, denying Steve. No, I, okay, no nobody Steve, cares. Nobody, nobody Steve even knows was who Steve helping is. out with something else, not this. But it, but it, it fit. It, it, it fit only because... Right. His thing, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Get to the hard thing. All right, so we're going to be, we're going to be having a, an emphasis mm. on biblical theology yeah. in 2018. That's so we're right. going to be covering everything. We'll do, we'll do other episodes that might not connect to that and everything. But we want to be pushing hard in this issue, in this area of biblical theology. Now, so, why is it that we want to? Well, I think we'll talk more about that later. But I'm just wanting, yeah. you know, just to give a taste. Why is it that that we want this? Because biblical this. theology, in the way that we are going to be talking about it, um, helps a believer to understand. The whole of Scripture, right, and and the the themes and the and the truths and the threads that run through all of it in making it one unified whole, it is built upon both a, another form of biblical theology where you look at, um, you know, various emphases in specific authors, uh, and it also is built upon systematic theology. So it's really the fruit of 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 a holistic approach to all of Scripture. And uh, it's going to be really good. It's good for your devotional life. Yeah. There's great books on this. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe there'll be some stuff going on later in the year uh, emphasizing biblical theology that we're a part of, too. We'll see. We'll see. We'll find out. But today, mm. last episode of the year. Last one of the year. We're just going to 
Walk it in. And uh, we're going to phone it in. You don't gonna, walk it in. You phone it in. No, walk it in. You phone it in. Like, you don't no, care. No, like when, you, when, you're, when you're playing you football phone- and the guy has the ball, it's going towards the end zone. There's no one near him. You just walk it into the end zone. Touchdown. I've never heard. I know phone it in. No, That's no, what I phone it in. No, I phone I, it in. See, okay. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, you phone it in. I that means it you're in. lazy. Yes. Walk it in means ain't no one touching a sucker. We why in. would they walk? Okay, nobody cares. I don't understand why they would walk it in. It's it's an arrogance thing. We're arrogant. Oh, and I'm not arrogant. Oh, you're not arrogant. No, I phone it in. So you're just rude. I just don't care. Okay. So, um, anyways, we, you know, it's at end of the year. Everybody's passing resolutions. All of you guys are doing your thing. I know a lot of you are are hooking up with uh, for Theo. us. Number one. Wait, what? For I was gonna say our number one resolution: no more banter. Oh, stop it! <laughs> um, you know how many people would be mad if we stop bantering? Ten percent would be happy. Ninety yeah, percent would be really upset. No, um, a lot of you are doing your uh, your resolutions, and yep. you're getting healthy. You're you're joining Theofit. Our friend Paul running Theofit. Um, a lot of you are, uh, are are picking up new disciplines with regards to reading and, and devotional habits, and those are all good. We've actually done an episode on resolutions last year. Yeah, yeah, right? uh, with Jonathan Edwards. So he's the big guy, right? He's on yeah, resolutions. The big mama jamma. All right, so we're going to talk about resolutions. What we really want to talk about is what makes a resolution good. Because we should be people of resolution. Um, But it's got to be a good resolution. Um, And so we're going to talk about that. But before we get into that, I thought it would be fun if Jimmy and I shared a little bit, shared some other resolutions, some other resolutions. You know, everybody likes to share in the Reformed community the the Jonathan Edwards resolutions. Yeah. Those are good. Those are really good. But you know what, dude? We're SPC. Yeah. And we're SPC. And the SPC is famous for their resolutions. Exactly. So I think think it's time for us to go through them. We're going to go through some of the SPC's uh, resolutions. Uh, Now, listen, uh, if you don't know what these are, the Southern Baptist Convention has a convention, a a meeting every year when a bunch of Southern Baptists get together and they vote on things and they discuss things and there's preaching and there's worship and there's always a passing of resolutions. Now, these resolutions don't force any church to do anything. It is simply a statement that the uh, convention seems to have a consensus on. Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes they are very deep and meaningful, mm-hmm. and sometimes they're really superficial and dumb. And they, they, I don't say I don't mean dumb, but they're just, they're very superficial and they mm. don't have a lot mm. of weight to them. Tell us what them. you think. Well, mm. I'm just saying, like, I've been there and they're like, well, we're resolved to say thanks to uh, the parking uh, enforcement team. It's like, what are you talking about? But uh, But most of them seem to have a bit more of a point to them than that. And so we're just going to read a few of them. And uh, why don't we go all the way back? Not all the way back, not to 1845, but we'll go back to 1886. All right, let's do it. All right, so you want to read, this is a report on temperance and prohibition. Okay, here we go. 1886. This is in Montgomery, Alabama. All right. Whereas the manufacture and sale of intoxicating liquors as a beverage in the opinion of this convention are opposed to the best interests of society and government and the progress of our holy religion. And believing that all honorable beads should be employed for their suppression, therefore be it resolved that we, as members of the Southern Baptist Convention, do most solemnly protest against its manufacture and sale and pledge our influence in the exercise of our rights as citizens of this free country, socially, morally, religiously, and in all other proper ways, to work for its speedy overthrow. And to this end, we invoke the aid and blessing of Almighty God. 
All right, creative reading there, Jimmy. Uh, this I'm, is, just, I'm just trying to, you no, know, you as got, they would you, do it. You got the Southern Baptist feel on it. That's you got it. the yeah, SBC I'll, stank on it. As we, get, as we get closer, I'll be more and more Rush Limbaugh. Okay, don't do that. Now, um, so this is a typical resolution, whereas statements of opinion or fact resolved as the response to that. And so this is a resolution that's common. In fact, um, you can go to the SBC website, we'll link to it, and you can search all of the resolutions that have ever been passed um, since its founding in 1845. Yeah, yeah. And this is one of them. There's actually quite a few uh, uh, resolutions on, on alcohol. Uh, we're not going to read all of them, uh, but we'll read a few. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you read that? No, no, you read this one. This is the nice short one. I like you. All right. The one, 1905? 1905. 1905, Kansas City, Missouri. Resolved. Okay. Now read it, read it nicely because you got to gotta understand what you're saying. All right. That 10 messengers be appointed by the president of the convention to represent the convention at the next session of the American Anti-Saloon League. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is before, AASL. This is before prohibition <laughs> and um, anti-saloon. So by the way, everybody's getting uptight about that. Uh, not everybody. Some people are getting real uptight. I, it might even be fair to say they're, they're coming off as a little butthurt about the, um, the, uh, the Anti-Antiction League of Reformed Christians. Oh. Oh, Jimmy's yeah, wearing that T-shirt I'm wearing that right T-shirt now. today. Okay, so first of all, this is the inspiration for that T-shirt. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Anti-Saloon League is why I came up with that Anti-Antiquation League. Oh, good uh, job. And it, so that is what I had in mind. The T-shirt is supposed uh, to be yeah, trademark the Joe Foe. Don't come yeah, at us, SBC. Yeah, TM. So this is, this. It's the T-shirt's funny, guys. Like, we do, we think intinction is a bad practice. And gross. but And very gross. But- we think your brothers and sisters who do it, and we're not mad at you. Uh, we just want people to think about the ordinances because they actually are important. So everybody can relax. But that's a funny resolution. Hey, listen, we got we need ten of our best men to go join the Anti Saloon League. <laughs> mm, let's do the it. American Anti Saloon. All right. So I'm going to read uh, one of the resolutions from 1920. All right, go. This was in Washington D.C. Whereas prohibition is now a part of the Constitution of the United States, right? 18th Amendment, mm -hmm. I believe. While prohibition is now a part of the Constitution of the United States and is no longer a political question, but a question of respect for and the enforcement of law, a question of the authority of the whole people expressed in law, and whereas the brewers and their paid attorneys are making every possible effort to circumvent and nullify the law by making beer and wine the, the entering wedge for the return of the saloon, and, and then where, you get the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Resolved. Resolved! By the Southern Baptist Convention, in annual session assembled in Washington, D.C., May 12th through 17th, 1920, with 8,000 messengers enrolled, representing a constituency of 3 million white... Wait, wait. Stop right, stop right there. Hold wait, on. Wait, wait, Do they wait, really wait. mark down that they're hey, white? Messengers enrolled. Okay. 8,000 messengers enrolled representing a constituency of 3 million white Baptists. <laughs> what year was this? Hold on. Oh, 1920. Okay. What is going uh, on? Wait a minute. Why does it say white Baptists? Yeah. Dude, this is... Uh, <laughs> I think we all know why it says no, white Baptists. I don't want to judge anybody's motives, but maybe... Uh, I, maybe they know. were all stop wearing it. white at the time. Oh, I with a pointy hat? No, I just say, I don't understand. I'm a Southern Baptist. I'm, okay, messages that will represent the constituent of 3 million white, white Baptists. Baptists. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good to know. Hey, no black Baptists Why in the 3 million. At, uh, I don't I'm know. Done. There's got to be something there. Hey, historians, help us out. Help us understand Sean that. Sean Lucas or somebody out there that knows something. Tom Nettles, Dr. Nettles, help us out understand. Why are they saying white Baptists? There's got to be a reason for that. All right, so they got 3 million whiteies. Uh, that we hereby that. respectfully and earnestly petition each of the two great political parties of the United States to put a plank in their respective platforms to be adopted. So they're basically saying, hey, 
we got to keep this prohibition thing going. Yeah, yeah. So um, now, listen, There's we could just spend all night going over uh, those things. So uh, why don't we go get a little more modern? The, all right. You know what their, fam- their most famous resolution was. They got, they got really well known for this in the 90s. You know what it is. The most famous one in the 90s? The most famous resolution that the Southern Baptists have ever passed was in the 90s. Are you talking about the Disney one? The Disney boycott. <laughs> they passed the Disney boycott. Have you ever read this thing? No. Read it, man. It, 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 now, this was a... a re- and you don't read all of it because it's just, you know, it's oh, just too it much. Kinda, but just makes, read it some me, of it. It makes me happy to do it, though. Don't read all of it. It's too all right, long. fine. 1996. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Uh, whereas Southern Baptists and their children have for many decades enjoyed and trusted the Disney companies. Television programming, feature-length films, and theme parks, which have reinforced basic American virtues and values. Oh. And whereas the virtues promoted at Disney have contributed to the development of a generation of Americans who have come to expect and demand demand high levels of moral and virtuous leadership from the Disney company. Hey, thanks Disney for raising my kids. I think that's what they're saying. But <laughs> whatever, go ahead. Whereas in recent years, uh oh, they've given the appearance of promotion of homosexuality. It is more important. Than its historical commitment to traditional family values. Wow. Okay. So, the, so, so be it resolved. So they, they're, they're, they're not happy because Disney became a gay-friendly workplace. A and workplace or, or, hold on, workplace or uh, programming? Workplace, specifically. Um, they go on to say in this thing that they're hosting uh, like gay day at its parks and things like that. Okay. Um, so... Be it resolved. Yeah, those are they're, they're not happy about this. That we as Southern Baptist Messengers meeting an annual session on June 11th to the 13th, 1996, go on record expressing our deep disappointment for these corporate actions by the Disney Company and be it further resolved that we affirm the employees of the Disney Company who embrace and share concerns and be it further resolved that we encourage Southern Baptists to give serious and prayerful reconsideration to their purchase and support of Disney products and to boycott the Disney Company and theme parks, if they continue this anti-Christian and anti-family trend. Yeah, it goes on. It's a, it goes there's on. There's, there's like, a long like three one. more. Um, yeah, so this was the famous one. Mm. They, uh, they're like, we're boycotting Disney. You, you no, can't stop it, Mickey Mouse? Ain't nobody boycotted Disney. No. no still, everybody still went to Disney World and Disneyland, and they watched their Disney But I mean, shows. so yeah, as Southern Baptist, I mean, do I need to apologize? Because early, the, I, I took my family, Joe. No. Uh, oh, you did, didn't you? I you did. went to Disney World went to or Dis- Disneyland? Uh, the one in Florida. Yeah. I went to the one in Florida. That's even worse. I think so. Because it's even more corrupt than California. I mean, I, think. I, I went to Epcot. I, did you do, you I went didn't to Animal do, Kingdom. You didn't do like It's a Small World ride, did you? Oh, twice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, dude. Um, no, yeah, you didn't mess I, up. Am, you I, didn't am I allowed to yeah, still you're be? Allowed, you know why you're allowed? Why? Because in 2005, they took it back. Oh, nine well, they, years later? They, they didn't take it back. They, they ended the boycott. In 2005, uh, they have a resolution on the Disney boycott, so like nine years later. Whereas the Southern Baptist Convention rightly and appropriately adopted a resolution in 1997 calling for Southern Baptists to refrain from patronizing the Disney company and, and its related entities, blah, blah, blah. Resolved, the messengers of the SBC meeting in Nashville, Tennessee, June 21 through 22, 2005, declare a conclusion to our boycott of the Disney company. So wait, let me understand this correctly. They're saying we, what we did wasn't wrong. No, it was right. Yeah, that's so they're saying it wasn't wrong. No, but it's more than that. It wasn't just not wrong. It was right. It was right. So what? How did it become resolved? Because they're saying that um, that no boycott should last forever. It's to make a point. So they made their point. They're done. Now go back to doing your thing. That's their argument. Listen. All right. So we're we're, we're having a little fun here because we all understand that makes no sense. Right? I, well, I, not we all. Um, you know, uh, you and I. Well, first of all, boycotting. Boycotting uh, in general is just not going to do anything, uh, and uh, it didn't impact Disney at all. So, um, way to go. 
they do not have a, listen not all the resolutions are bad they actually have a lot of good resolutions let's read one good one all right go ahead you go uh this was atlanta georgia 1995 it's a resolution on racial reconciliation on the 150th anniversary of the southern baptist oh Convention. so it takes out the the three million white baptists from the 20s uh well then take them out we oh. want to take out three million white guys. You, you know, you did this not too long ago. Fire oh. the white pastor. Oh, stop you remember it. You when you did that, and you got on all kinds of trouble. All right, no, this was actually a good resolution. Listen to this, and I'm not going to read all of it, all right, but go. I will read some of it. It's a really long one, but it's very good. 1995, Atlanta, Georgia. Whereas since its founding in 1845, the SBC has been an effective instrument of God in missions, evangelism, and social ministry. And whereas the scriptures teach that Eve is the mother of all living. And that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. And that God has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on the face of the earth. And whereas our relationship to African Americans has been hindered from the beginning by the role that slavery played in the formation of the SBC. And whereas many of our Southern Baptist forebearers defended the right to own slaves and either participated in, supported, or acquiesced the particularly inhumane nature of American slavery. And whereas in later years, Southern Baptists failed, in many cases, to support and in some cases opposed legitimate initiatives to serve civil rights of African Americans. And whereas racism has led to, to discrimination, oppression, injustice, and violence, both in the Civil War and throughout the history of our nation. And whereas racism has divided the body of Christ and Southern Baptists in particular, and separated us from our African-American brothers and sisters, and whereas many of our congregations have intentionally or unintentionally excluded African-Americans from worship, membership, and leadership, and whereas racism profoundly distorts our understanding of Christian morality, leading some Southern Baptists to believe that racial prejudice and discrimination are compatible with the gospel, and whereas Jesus performed the ministry of reconciliation to restore sinners to a right relationship with the Heavenly Father and to establish right relations among all human beings, especially within the family of faith, therefore be it resolved. I got a bunch of resolutions. That, uh, that we, the messengers, unwaveringly denounce racism in all its forms as deplorable sin. Be it further resolved that we affirm the Bible teaches that every human life is sacred, regardless of race or ethnicity. I'm now like just reading parts of these. That we lament and repudiate historic acts of evil, such as slavery, from which we continue to reap a bitter harvest, and we recognize that racism yet plagues our culture today. It is inextricably tied to the past. Be it further resolved that we apologize to all African Americans for condoning and or perpetuating individual and systemic racism in our lifetime, and we genuinely repent of racism, of which we have been guilty, whether consciously or unconsciously. Be it further resolved that we ask forgiveness from our African-American brothers and sisters, acknowledging that our own healing is at stake. And be it further resolved that we hereby commit ourselves to eradicate racism in all its forms from the Southern Baptist life and ministry. And be it further resolved that we commit ourselves to be doers of the word by pursuing racial reconciliation in all of our relationships, especially with our brothers and sisters in Christ, to the end that the light which shine so before others that they may see our good works and glorify our Father in heaven. I mean, it goes on and on. It's yeah. all good. Hey, this is a good one. Yeah, that's a good this one. This is a really good one because the SBC, um, the problem with the SBC was not that it was started by a bunch of white guys. I know I know. there's this theme right now. If, if something is started by a bunch of old white guys, it must be racist and bad. That's yeah, not necessarily yeah. true. The problem with the SBC when it's founding was that it was founded over the issue of slavery and slaveholders and who could and couldn't be missionaries. And so um, they were inherently pro-slavery yeah. 
in, in its founding. And so we are repenting of that here, and that is really good. All that to say, resolutions can be good, bad, uh, they, they can be meaningful or meaningless. And so, Jimmy, why don't we just do this real quick here? End of the year, yeah. make it a light one. Mm-hmm. How do we make a good, re- I mean, because we all make resolutions. Some are yeah. good, some are bad. How do you make a good resolution? Um, what, what, ha- what, what makes it good? I think one, I mean, is it, is it biblical, mm. right? So oh. even like this whole, the, what, what the Southern Baptist Convention just did, right? Or not just did, but the yeah. one you just read. Right. Is, I mean, they, they, they understood it. They looked to scripture. They recognized their sin. They, they uh, uh, saw the word of God for what it said. And so um, is, is your resolution biblical? I mean, there's, there's other things like even with, like when we talk about uh, being healthy, I mean, that, that right there is, is biblical, right? Like when it talks about spending yeah. time with your family and with your, with your spouse and, and serving and sacrificially, I mean, all that right there is, is biblical. It shouldn't be hard to connect 99% of a yeah. good resolution to a biblical principle, yeah, right? Yeah, I agree. And so by making it biblical, it makes it a stronger resolution, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a bit more weight to it. Right. That, oh, this is, this is something that's, that's good for me. Right. So I think that's really good. I think it's probably the most important thing. If you're making a resolution, make sure it's biblical. And if it's not biblical, let's be the second thing. If it's not like an overtly biblical thing, then it, it at least needs to be helpful. Yeah. Right? I think it'll be a good thing. Yeah. Uh, something that's going to be uh, a blessing to yourself or to others. It should be, it should be helpful. Um, what else? Uh, it, it's got to be something that's actually practical. Right. right. It, it can't just be head knowledge or head. Like it just can't be. What's the thing that people say? Theoretical. theoretical. Yeah, yeah. It just can't be theoretical. Like it's got to be something that that can actually bear fruit or you could see it, I guess. Is the yeah, best it way needs to, to be it. somewhat like, measurable or demonstrable yeah, or something, the best right? Way to put it, yeah. So yeah, practical. Like this is, um, otherwise it means nothing. Yeah. Like, you look at Jonathan Edwards' resolutions, they're all practical or experiential, yeah. right? They're, they're, they're going to have some kind of effect. And so I think kind of, I mean, I know this is like when we talk about then, you know, I think what's really important is figuring, okay, then we can make our resolution, but what makes it effective? Right. right. So like it, what, what makes it what makes a resolution effective? If it's a good resolution, it's biblical, helpful, practical. Um, I know, Jimmy, you and I were talking about this earlier. And you said maybe even accountable. Like you should have some. Accountability oh, yeah, I would agree with in. that. I would actually put that along with helping to be more effective. Yeah. Is uh, some accountability is some accountability. Now, it's not necessary, but I think it's actually it's good. Most of us need it. Most. I know I need it. Yeah. Right. But I think if it's to make it truly effective, yeah. uh, resolution has to be grounded in repentance. Okay, that's good. It's yep. got to be, it, it's got to come from a sense of 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 incompleteness or sin, uh, conviction uh, in our own hearts about where we're at, what God calls us to be and do, uh, and we're not there. And so I want to follow Jesus. I want to be more like Christ. I want the image of God to shine brightly in me. I want my good works to shine before others so that they will glorify God and not see me so much. And so repentance. I think is probably key. And then with that, like you're saying, accountability and help. Yeah. We need the constant exhortation of brothers and sisters. Yep. You want your resolution to be effective? Hang out with people that are resolute in that area. Right? Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's why we need Paul to, to move here quick. Oh, I hope so. Because he's super man. health guy. And we're not, we're not healthy. That, yeah, he's we Theo like, Fit. We like Beef Shack. Yeah, we like, he's Theo Fit, we Theo Fat. We're Theo Fat. Yeah, yeah. that's all we is. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm used to it now, so it's okay. But it's not okay. No, it's we, not okay. We need, we need to be more fit. And we're not going to look like him. He looks like a superhero. Did you see him with his shirt off today I, on Instagram? I, every, t- every, every post of his is him with his shirt off. Well, he's inspiring me. I don't know if he's inspiring me. He's inspiring me. But like, I'm not going to have abs. I don't have any. I don't think I'm going to. I don't think, well, I, I don't think well, it's possible. Well, no, you, got, you have ab. I have ab. Yeah, you, got, you have, I have an ab. I have abundance of fat on my belly. Yeah, you got ab. I've got, I've got a keg. Uh, I have um, 
you know what? I just have, I have enough. I think I have enough. But, uh, so yeah, you want people around you, right? You want, you want to be more in control of your tongue? Well, you know, you might need to spend less time with people that have no control over their yeah, tongue. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you, you get the idea. All right, but in the end here, as you're, as you're thinking about your life and you're making resolutions, and, and these are good, they should be grounded in repentance and they should be biblical health and all that, don't get confused because your resolution, your resoluteness uh, is going to fail in varying degrees, in, uh, yeah. in varying ways. You're, you will not be able to achieve a perfect resolution because you Agreed. are still a sinful. And if you put your hope in your resolution, then you are going to despair. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be discouraged. Um, so if our hope is not in our resolution, Jimmy, what is our hope? It's, it's only in Christ. Right? I mean, come on. It's, it's, it's in Jesus and in it. his resolution. That's right? right. His his resolve to submit to the will of the Father, to uh, to achieve all righteousness, to suffer for our sins. Uh, he accomplished everything. His resolution is our hope. Our resolution it stems out of the fact that Jesus has saved us and empowered us to walk in new ways, and so we want to do that. So don't be discouraged when you blow it. You're going to blow it, but that doesn't mean that you can't, Get back up and, and keep going and, and do it again. And let me just say this. I see this all the time. I'll see somebody, they're walking with the Lord. They're, they're, they're trying to be repentant and they're trying to be faithful. And let's say they're like, hey, man, I, I've, I've made some progress in my life, in my marriage. And then I screw up. Yeah. I just blew it. And now I'm all the way back at the beginning. And I have to tell them, you're not all the way back at the beginning. Mm-mm. You've made all this progress. You messed up. And so now you, 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 it's like you fell off your bike. You, 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 rode, you rode five blocks and you fell off your bike. Now you get back on your bike. You're not starting at the home. Yeah, yeah. You're a little banged up. You're a little embarrassed. But you're still five blocks in. Get back on the bike. Get going. That's right. Jesus is with you. Jesus has already perfected all of, your, all of your works. So now get back on it. Start taking these things seriously. Um, and know that uh, because Jesus is your righteousness and your hope, you don't have to despair when your resolutions are not carried out perfectly. We'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head on to the website, drvotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for our email blast. Or you can hit with the store and sign up for the 2018 Doctrine and Devotion Conference on the Spirit and the Church. Hey, man, I, was just, I just realized. What? I think we have listeners. I have, we have more people of color who listen to our podcast than were members of the Southern Baptist Convention in 1920. Because they had three million white guys, and they didn't even mention anybody else. Are you saying it's not true? It's true. I mean, it might be true. It might be true. I don't know. Somebody help us understand with the three million white Baptists. Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesday. Video content on Fridays. Why are they specifying race in that? I don't even get it. Thanks for a great year. Doesn't even make sense. Like why? Happy New Year's, y'all. Happy New Year, sucker.